0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to this first edition of AWM Insights. I am Eric Averill, and I'm joined by my co-host and the co-founder of AWM, Brandon Averill. And a big initiative for us in 2020 is all about leaning into communication. Uh, This is such a big initiative for us that we have actually hired uh, two internal employees to be helping with us to make sure that we are continuing to add value and be in great communication with our entire community. And so uh, really easy uh, segue into the news to talk about this first one. Obviously, there's a lot going in the world and uh, a lot of uh, uneasiness. If we're watching The news. And so we wanted to be proactive in our communication with you. First and foremost, uh, we personally are all concerned from a human side of the impact of the coronavirus and the uncertainty around it. But uh, we also know that so many of you listening in trust us uh, to lead you through this from a financial perspective. And so, Brandon, I wanted to uh, just ask you to lean into a little bit of what is the impact of the coronavirus or this health scare when it comes to investment
1: portfolios? Yeah, Eric, I mean, uh, as you said, we're definitely conserved from a human level, a health level. Uh, but as we look at portfolios specifically and the stock markets around the world, the good news in all of this is this isn't the first crisis that we've run across. Uh, the world's observed many previous crises. And the one thing that we've learned is that you know, the stock markets, the capital markets have rewarded disciplined investors over time. Uh, one of the analogies I heard uh, from one of our investment partners was that of a roller coaster. Roller coasters might be scary at times. Um, you know, we're going to go through the ups and downs and and there are going to be drops that come around the corner when you're leasting least expecting them. And I think that's a good analogy for what we're going through right now is we're, we're going through one of those drops. Uh, But if you think about a roller coaster, it has a plan. It has a a place to stop at the end. And the one thing we know about roller coasters is the absolute worst thing you could do is get off the ride uh, while the car is still moving. Put your hands up, stick them outside outside of the car, uh, that's only going to cause negative repercussions. So, you know, you want to dial in your capacity for what kind of roller coaster you can experience. But we do know that if you're willing to go through some periods like this, history tells us that you're going to have a greater investment outcome at the end. So if you're willing to ride the Great Dipper, you're going to at the end of the day, probably have a little more exciting ride. Uh, there are going to be moments that are scary, but if you stick on and you stick to that plan, it's, it's going to be a good outcome, you know, but for some investors, you're not willing to do that. So you need to take the kiddie coaster and yeah, we're not willing to go through some of those, those downturns and we're, you know, willing to accept a little bit less of a ride. But, um, but I feel like that's a good analogy for what we're going, going through right now. Um, you know, if, if you're really reacting to this crisis and leaving the market, uh, really, what you're doing is another form of market timing, and we all know that doesn't work. Uh, historically, all the evidence has supported that. Uh, moving in or out of the market in response to an event, or trying to predict when the market is going to have a positive or a negative return, there's just too many decisions that have to be made. Uh, we know that public markets are are so efficient that that information flows far too quickly for anybody to have. A leg up on one another. So, you know, what we're really falling back to is the plan that we've put in place for clients. Uh, We provide think that provides a lot of safety for everybody. um, And, you know, really lean into that proper diversification, prudent investment management, and being goals driven with our asset allocation. And I think all of our clients know that's really what we try to do is control what we can control. Uh, that doesn't mean doing nothing. You know, we're in a period right now where we do see, you know, can take advantage of these downturns slightly through some of the tax moves, uh, specifically tax loss harvesting. You know, our clients are pretty familiar with this, but uh, it is an opportunity to take uh, some tax losses and reallocate, uh, maintaining our exposure to where our we want our portfolios to be, um, but then also strategic rebalancing. So as the equity stock ownership markets have declined, uh, taking some chips from the the bond side, the safety side of our portfolios and reallocating them uh, has allowed us to, to help enhance that wealth effect. So, uh, I think it all boils back down to the plan here. Portfolios, uh, on our side are very much built to withstand crises events that that we're going through right now we saw this in you know the late 90s with the dot com bubble burst uh we saw it with uh with September 11th 2001 we saw it the 2008 great financial crisis uh this is how markets work and and we just want to continue to educate people to stick to the plan because that's going to give you the greatest uh financial outcome over time Thanks, Brennan. That was
0: great. And uh, just for the listeners, I think as we sign off, it is, as we know, whether this is on the field, in the boardroom, or in your investments, it is focus on what you can control and uh, trust the process, trust the plan. And until next time, own your wealth, and we'll talk to you soon.